Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's featured message. We're approaching on the holidays. One of the biggest areas of stress for a lot of people. How do we handle the holidays from people that are different than us? Yeah, I would say it's really important to determine what you can control. So when I look at that, I say, okay, I can control my attitude. I can control my response. I can control my hope. Those are the things I have control over. And so looking at that and saying, I'm going to choose what and how I engage with people. So I'm not going to be the one, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to bring up those things that flare up a little, you know, fight or argument or discontent. I want to be there to sow seeds of hope, to let people know what I appreciate them. Like I look for ways to add value to people. How do I appreciate people? How do I love on them the best? How do I speak their love language? So that's one thing. The second thing is what can I do to keep conversations and things pleasant? So I know at Thanksgiving's, we've had conversation cards where each person answers questions about themselves. We go around the dinner table, talk about things, what you're thankful for, whatever those things are. But that has been really helpful in setting some boundaries to direct our conversation. If you are looking for ways to show gratitude and what we like about each other or something about our past, like give a, you know, what's your best memory from Thanksgiving past? What's your best Christmas memory? What's your, you know, and look for the best and try to encourage that talk about the best things rather than the worst things. You have that ability to control the flow of conversation to some degree. And so those are some things that I look at and say, you know, to really look at how do I love well, how do I listen more than I talk and how do I help direct towards positive conversation? That's real good. It's sometimes easier said than done, but it's really not. I mean, it seems like we get overwhelmed thinking, Oh yeah, it's easy to say, then I got to try and then I fail, but it really is that simple. And so Donnie made me think of um, my old friend, he was a principal now, but when he was trying to get his teaching career going, he was a great coach. So all the schools like to have him hang around, but they didn't quite have a spot for him in the teaching position yet. So they would make positions for him and try to find the things to open up. And so for a couple of years, they put him with delinquent kids, like in school suspension, I think. And uh, at first I think he said, he was just like, Oh, what am I doing? This is terrible. And he got in there and he said, you know what I discovered? He's like, these kids have terrible home lives. And if I just treat them like people, it's like at first they have these attitudes. And I just look at them like, hey, dude, quit trying to be a tough guy. I'm not here to like insult you. I ain't trying to get you in trouble. You're cool with me. I'm cool with you. And he started just having a conversation. And so when new delinquent kids would come in and they weren't familiar with them, they would like attack them, you know, that not physically, but they would just spout, you know, cuss them out and and the other students he had a relationship with would actually put them in line. They would stick up for him. Like, you don't talk to him like that. A culture kind of came about that. And I've done a lot of work with homeless populations of all ages, different genders, most recently homeless veterans. And what's crazy is, and it's, it's easy to understand when you think about it, but a lot of people miss, you know, the forest for the trees. But a lot of them lash out, okay? A lot of them have like these extreme attitude or behavioral issues or it could be become physically violent. And all that stems from most of the time is a feeling of powerlessness. And so what I noticed, it may be extreme with the homeless. What I noticed that is after I had that experience and I would go to like a holiday or birthday party and I would watch family engage with each other. I noticed the people that typically lash out or have bring more confrontation or they poke people to have a confrontation is because it's really a reaction out of that feeling of powerlessness. When they feel like 
they don't have any value to the table, they isolate. And if they can't isolate, then they'll come and try to provoke. And it almost feels uncomforting because it gives them a sense of control, even though it's toxic. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's something that you're just, all of your language that you're talking about reminds me of something that I would talk to the students about. And especially during the holidays, because we're a 10 week unit. And usually if we start at the beginning of the year, we're starting to tighten up now. We're starting to shut down before of the holiday season. But before the Thanksgiving, the holiday season comes, we would talk about the value of self-control. And of course, we think of self-control like, uh, pushing nobody, the plate number, away from dessert is what I think of. <laughs> right. Number one, nobody likes control. Right. And number two, nobody likes to control yourself. You don't like to yeah. control yourself. <laughs> I don't want to be controlled by anybody, especially, especially myself, right? But well, I thought this was very fun for the students is we thought of a, a good illustration to show the students is to, is to take a tree, okay? And the benefits out of self-control would be what? So if it's pushing a plate away, right? If it's getting out and exercising, I just got to go do it, right? But the benefits of self-control can be peace because I'm going to control the words that come out of my mouth. Right. right. And when I control the words that come out of my mouth, I can maybe have more joy or togetherness in my family. In your mind space, you can be healthier by being kind. It's a better well-being and a more of a calmness. So really, so I took my, my pen here and I pencil and I drew, drew a little picture. So self-control is the trunk of the tree. The branches, right? We had a windstorm last night. So we all had this windstorm. There are branches in my backyard because of this windstorm. What's a branch disconnected from the tree? It's nothing. It's going to be lifeless. But if you have the trunk of the tree, if there's the, the benefits of, of life. And so self-control is the trunk of the tree. And if you want good byproducts out of your life, right? Joy, peace, kindness, calmness, togetherness, love being healthy, a wholeness, well-being, you have to stay anchored to the trunk of the tree. It's controlling yourself. So that's what it reminded me of when you were talking about your coach. And that's what it is. It's, it's us controlling our own processes and our own responses in order to get the, the benefit that we want. Yeah, not to get spiritual, but my church for a long time, one of our leaders coined the phrase seat of peace. S-E-A-T, seat of peace. And we would kind of hold each other accountable to where we see people getting aggravated or frustrated, their kids or wife or something, spouse, whoever it was. And we'd be like, hey, come out of your seat. We'd smile. That was a trigger. They knew. That was a cue that's saying, okay, yeah, you're right. Kind of losing self-control a little bit. starting to get frustrated. And what that does is it keeps people powerful and it reminds them they do have self-control over their emotions. And so a lot of times when we're engaging in employees, and we're also engaging someone at holidays or that we may not be around or that may be disengaged with us a lot of times is making them feel safe, making them feel comfortable and bring value. And what happens that feeling of powerlessness that they entertain in their mind starts to bring, come down a little bit. And now they begin to engage. And sometimes it just takes that, like Don mentioned earlier, and you mentioned on a podcast with Mike, I can't remember exactly how you guys were, but it's on a deeper sense of listening and literally just hear what they're saying. And a lot of times if we just, quit trying to listen to respond to someone, but actually let me read between the lines. What are they really saying? Because usually when someone has an issue, you know, I, in my own life, I say it like this, if I have an issue with one person, it could be their fault. Two people, it may be their fault, probably mine, but three people, it's definitely me. I'm mad at everybody or I'm critical. You know what I mean? And so if I see people lash out, even people that I love and I respect and they're not toxic, but maybe they're having a bad day. But if I see them start to pin out two, three or four things, then I know there's something deeper between the lines. And it's like, 
okay, let me read through this. Let me have a deeper level of listening and re-engage this conversation to really see what's going on. And sometimes we could reach in there and treasure hunt, so to speak, and pull out some treasure. And when we do that, it kind of shifts the whole attitude, doesn't it? It really does. You know, I was just thinking too, I wanted to let your listeners know that if you go to globalpriority.org and you scroll down the page, so it's globalpriority.org, you scroll down, you'll see a big green banner, put in a couple of information and you can get a free roundtable booklet. And it's our values, it's the connection book. And we kind of put that together for during COVID. And it starts with connection, then it's got listening and restraint. It has hope, it has self-esteem, and it has forgiveness. And I think those are really powerful values as you come into the holiday time. Because when you were talking about listening to a deeper level, so much of that listening is tied in with our restraint. You know, I was thinking about like my daughter, I mentioned she's a lot of anxiety and we're dealing with things. And I was just doing the round table of restraint and we did listening first and we did restraint. And I was thinking about it really, I had this realization problem probably we we're having is that I don't hold the space for her to respond. So I oh, ask the question, good. she's quiet. So then I start filling in the blanks for her. So are you feeling like blah, 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 blah? Is it bothering you because blah, 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 blah? like all the things I think I know about her because she's my daughter, I start filling in the blanks and I just had to really commit to hold the space. Just ask a question and let it be uncomfortable. Be willing to wait for her to be ready to respond and don't fill in the blanks for her. And that made a huge difference for us. Like I saw a 180 turnaround the next day. And so I just know those are the things that I would really suggest to people to Go check those out. You can do roundtable with other people or even read, just read through the material to give yourself that touchstone to go back to. You know, how do I listen well? How do I restrain my tongue? How do I remember that there's life and death in the words that I speak? That I can speak life or I can speak something that really hurts somebody, something that I can't even see. You know, we we're talking about restraint and somebody in my roundtable said, you know, a lot of times you say things and you can't even see the devastation that you left behind, but that doesn't mean it wasn't there. And right. so, you know, I'm like, those are the things of look at that. And then hope is in there, which I think is fabulous self-esteem, because I think a lot of what you were talking about with that, going back to that self-control and your friend, who's the coach that would have the kids is that a lot of those kids, their self-esteem has really suffered. And mm-hmm. that when we have a healthy sense of who we are and we understand our why we know our purpose, it is so much easier to be peaceful, to feel that confidence that we're moving forward, to have hope. When we lack our self-esteem, then a lot of things start to go down the tubes with it. So I think those are in forgiveness because, you know, we all make mistakes and we all, we all need forgiven and we all probably need to forgive somebody. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. We have to prevent villainizing, especially, you know, employees, especially family members around the holidays. It's so easy because maybe we've dealt with certain attitudes for years and we just jump right on that drama triangle and someone's always going to be a hero once you're on there. Someone's always going to be a villain. Someone's always going to be a victim and it just switches. You'll switch to every single piece of that thing and it'll just cause drama and drama and drama to expand. And so you need restraint, like you said, too, to stop yourself when issues or challenges come up to you know, we see it in politics all the time. Everyone that disagrees, we demonize and it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I catch myself getting into it and teach this stuff, right? And <laughs> we get caught mm-hmm. up. We're like, wait a minute, I'm breaking my own rules here. Then I have to like kind of step back and realize that they're not bad. They just have a different perspective. 
Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn up to a 4% Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.wordpress.com. The preceding information is for entertainment purposes only. Views expressed may not reflect the views of any affiliated or sponsoring individuals or organizations. Listeners should carefully weigh information provided and seek advice from an appropriate professional before implementing. Listener discretion is advised.